Why don't we just start over? We haven't said anything really interesting for the show yet. I just cut my finger. Ow. On my, bottle, on my bottle cap. Yeah. Ow. Um, all right, here we go. You're listening to the Cosmic Pirate Podcast, episode 19. Black holes. Okay, welcome back to another Cosmic Pirate Podcast. We have, uh, uh, Okay, hang on. We have uh, the theme <laughs> theme song for this podcast is uh, is a band called uh, Heart of Sun. Uh, I believe they're from Sweden or Switzerland. Something like this. You can find them on Podsafe Music Network or do a Google search for Heart of Sun. They're a progressive rock band. The song we're listening to here is called Into the Black Hole, and that's our main theme for tonight. Thought I thought I thought so. I thought that would be a little appropriate. I can't even talk tonight. Roger is back with us from Florida again, my friendly, fun co-host. How you doing, Roger? It's been a little while uh, since we've had a podcast. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Yeah, how was since before Thanksgiving, I think. How was your uh, holiday and stuff with your parents? Good? Uh, I didn't have a holiday with my parents. Oh, why not? What happened? My parents went to my brother's and I went to work. Yeah, that's right. You said you had to work. Yeah. Christmas but will be was- like that, too, but it's no biggie. So, uh... I don't have any news items. You said you had some news stuff we can get into before you started the uh, Black Hole cast. <laughs> Pardon me because I'm eating pistachios. I'm like addicted to these things tonight. Oh, before we get into news, Raj, what uh, what kind of beer are you drinking? Ah, uh, Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Nice choice. Mm. You drink that a lot. Is uh, that all they got down there? No. Actually, I haven't been drinking it a lot. Normally, when you ask me what I'm drinking, it's usually a, a bass. That's right, a bass. Uh-oh, did we just drop out? No. I said, yeah, bass. No, but it sounded weird. No, because I had, I had a pistachio in my mouth, probably. Oh, right, you're going to have to guess what I'm drinking tonight. Um, it's a twist-off cap. It's got a white label with red, white, and blue letters. And it's got a leaf on it. It's Friday. I'm always in a good mood on Fridays. Friday. How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody having a good... I hope everybody out there is having a good Friday. Even though when you re- when you actually listen to this, it might be Sunday or Monday, but it's Friday here. But it's Friday right now. Roger and I typically record on Fridays. Which one's which, Roger? I have two links here. Well, the first one is the uh, story I just told you. The next one is the uh, story I'm about to tell. Oh, why well, just send me that one twice? I didn't send it to you twice. I sent sent oh, you two links. One. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 and they no. just show up in the same window. Okay. What's the? Let me repeat what I said. The first one is the last story I just gave. The next one is the story I'm going to give. I needed my Roger fix. I missed you, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been quite a while. I'd say the last last right. uh, uh, yeah. podcast we did was uh, the Halloween one, wasn't it? The Halloween cast, yeah. That was just the week before yeah, Halloween. We've been out of touch. Well, we, we tried doing this uh, yeah. one that we're doing now. We tried doing a few weeks back, and... Uh, Things just right. didn't work out right. because I pretty a, much it, slept through most of it. Yeah, it was a that was a horrible cast. I don't even know if this one's going to be much better, but we'll try. 
I'm trying to make it a little more entertaining for our listeners. And then uh, I haven't had a day off in weeks. Yeah. Unfortunately, these podcasts are recorded at night when it's past my bedtime already. Which mm. would explain why I'm half asleep half the time, people. So uh, keep that in mind. And your uh, your job has been like the black hole of uh, imp- uh, of uh, I don't know where the hell that was going. Never mind. We just forget yeah. I said anything. We'll leave that one out. So your next your next news story? Yeah, it's got nothing to do with black holes or alcohol, but I find this one pretty humorous. <laughs> I'm reading the link. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, the headline is, wife calls police after husband scares her with Viagra results. <laughs> I hope there's not a picture with that. Uh, well, there's pictures, but not of the results. But uh, the one picture I was telling you about before, before we started uh, recording the podcast, is in there. The one I'm loving it, Viagra. Yeah. But anyway, this guy's 82-year-old guy in Italy. He takes uh, some Viagra, you know, he's... Once I have a little... Okay, first of all, we got a problem right there. An 82-year-old man... Yeah? Taking by... Oh, what the hell? You know, you got to do what you got to do, right? Hey, he wants a little action with his wife, you know? Wants a little, wants a little action. He's, he's uh, got a younger wife. Uh, yeah, she's only 69. Okay. Hey. <laughs> but anyway, you know, he's feeling... Uh, his oats, I guess, would be a safe way to say it, and uh, decides he needs a little uh, help from Viagra. So he takes a pill, and then when his wife saw what happened, she got all upset and called the police because she thought that it was unsafe for him to be having any sex and it might kill him. What? Well, like you were saying, hey, the, the guy guy's 82 a- years old. The guy gets a boner and his wife isn't going to take advantage yeah. of this? She's going to call the cops instead? What can I tell you? She thought the sex might give him a heart attack. God, the Viagra pill alone could have given him a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! A loss of blood to the uh, brain. Yeah, the blood—the blood was going to his other head. <laughs> um, let's get into our uh, our black hole topic. Alrighty. There was a news item that I'm going to. Uh, I'm not going to read it. I'm just off the top of my noggin here. Um. They have discovered, Roger, and I think they've not discovered, but astronomers pretty much had a, an inkling that it was there for a while, but they've pretty much confirmed the existence of a black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy. For 16 years, astronomers have been observing the central portion of our Milky Way galaxy, which, would you think of it, in, in itself is a mind-boggling feat. From from where our solar system is located in the Milky Way, and there's, how do we even know that? I mean, it's just amazing what astronomers are, are are learning about where we are in the universe. You know, we know where we are in our galaxy, and we know where the center of the galaxy is relative to us, so we can observe it. And for 16 years, there's been an ongoing observation of the central region of the Milky Way galaxy, and they've got actual animation of stars at the center of our galaxy orbiting an invisible object. As you know, things with mass only orbit other things with greater mass. Right. And if these stars are orbiting nothing, it must be a black hole, a supermassive black hole. And they've, they've estimated that it's about 4 million times the mass of our sun, all compacted into a very 
very small area. I don't know off the top of my head what what, uh, what the diameter of this black hole is supposed to be, but I think they've also had uh, X-ray images of uh, energy being released from particles actually being pulled down into the black hole, you know, beyond that, um, what the hell they call it? Oh, you got to help me out here, Raj. Uh, I don't know what it is you're trying to think of. So where, where light can't escape from. Oh, the event horizon. Uh, uh, the event horizon, yeah. When the objects are being pulled past the event horizon, they release energy in the form of X-rays and gamma rays, I think. And, uh, and astronomers can observe this using X-ray filters or whatever. They can actually see energy shooting out in jets from the north and south pole of this black hole. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool mm. when you see an image of it. Yeah, because you see nothing and they just see energy coming out of the top and bottom. But but now they've got animations of stars orbiting a black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, that's just a news item to lead us into the topic of black holes, which I find just incredible. You know, it is incredible. I, I'm not going to say it's not, but I found something in my uh, looking and searching, and it says that every large galaxy actually has a black hole in its center. I've read that too, that astronomers believe that a majority of the galaxies have a black hole sent at the center and some, that some do not. I was ta- who the hell was I talking to about this? Was it you guys last time or uh, somebody at work? Uh, it wasn't me because I just found this out today. I never knew this. What, what if like at the Big Bang, this stuff just started flying outwards, right? And, and expanding that super, yeah, that super expansion at the at the initial bang, and then and then stuff is continually expanding. I mean, they are, astronomers observed objects are moving away from us. Uh, the galaxies are moving apart, except for the the Andromeda galaxy and the Milky Way galaxy. They're they're going to collide in in a few million years or whatever. Whew, I'm just glad it's not going to be in my lifetime. Exactly. Well, hey, you never know. If they upload you into a rabbit and a rabbit, Jesus Christ! If they upload you into a, they upload you into a robot brain or something, maybe you could live that long. Maybe you'd be flying out towards stuff, you know. I think I'd rather be in a rabbit. You think you'd rather be dead than be uploaded into a robot brain and exploring? No, the I galaxies. said I'd rather be in a rabbit. A rabbit, okay. Sounds more fun than a robot. Um, take a canoe and go through a lake and and paddle, okay? And you see that swirly motion that happens. When you paddle, right? Mm-hmm. From the point of view putting the paddle in the water and you scoop it back, you see maybe one or two little vortexes, little whirlpools right. that move away because of the motion of your paddle. Is it possible that when the Big Bang happened, everything moved out rapidly and with some debris moving out further and faster than other debris or, or energy, isn't it possible that certain currents like this occurred? And maybe whirlpools like this happened in space and started pulling dust and debris around these areas? Oh, I would think so, yeah. Yeah, maybe some of these spots early on were just whirlpools, little swirls of current that pulled material around into the center. And then as stuff started collecting into the center, stars start to form and black holes come from neutron stars or whatever they are that get too big and they kind of shed their outer layer of energy by exploding but that inner core has nothing left to burn and all that weight which was actually being pulled apart by the the gases expanding out from the center 
Well, those gases are no longer expanding. Right. So falls that in center, upon itself. That center core collapses and is reduced, and it goes in, and becomes a black hole. But have you got anything else, Raj? Have you looked into black hole stuff at all? Not a whole lot. But uh, I was looking at um, mainly this article I found at Wikipedia about uh, the black holes at the center of all large galaxies, and it just blew my mind. And what made what what made me think of it was the uh, link that you sent me about a black hole at the center of the Milky Way. And then I started checking into that, and that's when I found this article saying that the American Astronomical Society says every large galaxy has a supermassive black hole at its center. I said, whoa, okay. And just, if you think just to 10 years ago, and not even 10 years ago, just a couple of years ago, these black holes were still speculative. It wasn't concrete. They, they were pretty sure. But now we have evidence of stars orbiting nothing. And that cannot be. Right. So there must be something there. Yeah, it's got to be a gravitational pull to keep them in orbit. Yeah. I'm going to provide uh, some links to these animations on the show notes so that uh, our listeners can go check them out. But it's just mind-boggling to me, and it's fascinating. You know, it's wonderful. You think of this, here we are on this planet, and, and we've got some smart guys out there, these astronomers who can observe this stuff, make heads or tails of it, and deliver the news to us, you know? That's so cool. No? No good? That's not that? Uh, I'm sorry, I was reading. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Yes, but they were it, once it, thought it to cool exist. That, you know, uh, they're making such uh, movements forward in the astronomy and finding out all this stuff. Yeah. Like you're saying, you know, because just of the, a short period ago it was all speculation and now it's all being proven. Yeah, technology breeds discovery. Yeah. The advancement in technology. Yet we have plenty of people on the face of this earth who, who insist on living in the dark ages. There's so much to know, so much fascinating stuff out there to be a part of. Yeah. That uh, it's just wonderful. It's just mind-boggling how something so massive can fit into a small space. Like, um, you're familiar with Cygnus X1. Of course. Because, of course, Roger and I are great fans of Rush, and they had a, an album... That was on uh, Farewell to Kings. The last track on Farewell to Kings from Rush was Cygnus X1. And it talked about a traveler who flew his spaceship, the Rocinante, right, Raj? Yep. On a course to head for the black hole of Cygnus X1. He crashes, he crashes through the black hole and ends up in this new... Um, uh, Roger, thanks for the link. <laughs> I kind of figured you were reading as you were talking because you kind of faded <laughs> off. <laughs> I actually have notes here on how black holes form. Well, that's, no, that's the reason the... I'm sending you that uh, link is so you can put it in the, uh, the, oh, the notes, notes. Okay. because right. there's some cool uh, images and animations on how black holes are spotted and how okay. they're formed. And there's a really cool image of... Uh, the jet we were talking about earlier that comes out of a black hole. The X-rays, right? X-rays yeah. and gamma rays, I think it is. Mm -hmm. I say gamma rays, but I'm not sure. Is that right? Did you read a recent article? I um, think gamma, gamma and X-ray radiation is what is released when objects are being uh, pulled into a black hole. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Those are some of the most intense forms of radiation we know, right? I mean, 
Well, I don't know any forms of radiation myself, except when I go in for x-rays or MRI. Well, right, but that's x-rays. But that's not even x-rays. That's well, look at what gamma magnetic. radiation did to David Banner. I mean, you, you turn him into the Hulk. Well, that depends. You go by the new uh, Hulk or the old Hulk? No, the old one. I'm talking about Bill Bixby. Uh, I think of the Hulk. I think of the comic books, not the TV show. But anyway, that's getting up to But wait, what happened to the comic books? I believe it was a nuclear explosion ah. that, that released the gamma rays that did it to him. Ah, but, if you but go, it was gamma rays. But if you go by the, the newer stories, like the uh, movies and whatnot, it was some sort of experiment he was doing in his lab that went awry. Right, and he was trying to, well, he was tapping into that human. Oh, this is another topic for a podcast. I'm going to write that down. He was doing experiments on an innate strength in human, a reserve of strength maybe that is all of a sudden brought forth when humans are under extreme stress or in desperate situations. And one example on the show was a woman, car ran off the road and, and flipped down into an embankment or something and her son was under the car, like had his legs stuck or something and the car was on fire and, and, and she had to lift the car to like get him out from there, but she lifted it herself. She lifted the car just enough to get clear his leg. Now, where did she get this reserve of strength from? You know, so he yeah. Thought, they say that we've all got it in us somewhere. Yeah, he said. Uh, excuse me. We've he, all uh, got it in us somewhere. <laughs> he thought. He thought there was something about radiation, and gamma radiation in particular would would increase this level of a certain chemical in the in his body, thereby creating this reaction in him, so he could experiment. But something happened and the machine went haywire and next thing you know, woo, 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 He's, he's you know, getting uh, blasted with gamma rays and uh, becomes the uh, Hulk. Okay. Now, black holes are formed what? From neutron stars, right? Is that correct? Um, I think it was neutrons. I really don't remember. Basically, it's a, a star that burns out. Oh, here we go. I have... I have a note here. This is from some website. I forget what it was. I wish I, I wish I'd retain this so I could cite my source. But <laughs> a black hole is a celestial object of such extremely intense gravity that it attracts everything near it and prevents everything, including light, from escaping, which we knew. The term was first used in reference to a star in the last phases of gravitational collapse. Gravitational collapse begins when a star has used up its source of nuclear energy and does not continue to produce the expansive force, which we were talking about before. Yeah, I was reading where it's uh, got to do with the heat, when it can no longer generate the heat needed to continue to burn. Right, but I mean, that, that, what's keeping the core... It's from, the same thing. Yeah, what's keeping the core from collapsing is escaping energy and heat. Right. The minute that expansive force is gone, the core is going to want to collapse. So, in some cases, nothing remains to prevent the star from collapsing without limit to an indefinitely small size called the singularity, which creates the uh, black hole. Now, do you think there's a distance between the singularity and the event horizon? Or do you think that like anything beyond the event horizon is the singularity? And that as things collect in there, the object grows and the event horizon expands? Um, I would think so. Yeah, X1, like we were talking about, Cygnus X1, that black hole, is approximately 180 miles across. It's it's that 
it's that that's the size the diameter of this thing but doesn't it have the uh gravitational pull of like four suns yeah like 40 of them i mean it's crazy oh, 40 okay yeah but the, but Still, the, the i mean su- that that massive pull from something that size that that's amazing oh it's incredible it's unbelievable it's almost it's almost beyond reason but they exist which means we just got to change the way we think because we have to accept this new information as, as fact, you know? Yeah. Should we go into uh, the features of the black hole? We talked about the event horizon and the singularity. Um, then you have the photon sphere, which is interesting. It's a spherical region of space where the gravity is strong enough that photons of light are forced to travel in orbits. They can't just stand still. As they travel near the event horizon, they can escape being pulled in by the gravity by traveling at nearly vertical direction, known as an exit cone. So if the photon enters, God, that's this is this is really hard to comprehend. Does that mean that does that mean that light entering the black hole but but not necessarily directing right to it could could enter the photon sphere and then kind of bounce off at a different angle. But if it comes in at a shallower angle, it's going to orbit it instead. A photon. Yeah, because isn't that how they um, discover black holes? You know, the way the light refracts? Yeah, but there's no light coming out of it. Yeah, but light that passes behind it or around it. Oh, oh, is, oh, 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 gravitational. It's going to be altered by the gravitational pull. Right. It's a uh, time dilation or, 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 well, the time dilation is something different, but gravitational. Gravitational lensing. Lensing. Exactly, Raj. Good. Did you know that there are, um... oh, 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 we didn't mention the ergosphere, which I thought was pretty cool. That's the region outside of the event horizon where objects cannot remain stationary. They have to move around the black hole. And it's at this point that they would start to be drawn into the black hole. In order for an object not to be drawn in, in order for it to stand still in the ergosphere, it would have to be going the speed of light in the other direction to stand still. Right. <laughs> it's just the but then would, of light it, is, would it actually be going the speed of light anymore well it'd be standing still and there right. you have your time situation right yeah i mean it, it's got to tie in but we just can't wrap our brains around it it's just it's got to tie in because you, you could you could use that kind of logic you have if something's going relative to a black hole's pull something's got to be going the speed of light to stand still Meaning not to change, to be where it is. Now, if something's cruising past it, is it aging less? Oh, I can't even it's think get, about that. <laughs> I don't know. I know. It's it's going to get sucked into the black hole before the other thing is, so it really didn't age at all, you know? It, it is. It's just crazy stuff. But um, the the black hole at the center of the uh, Milky Way is apparently a supermassive black hole, right? 
Say that again. Oh no, it's not a supermassive. I was going to say that the uh, the black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy is supermassive, but I don't think it is because, according to my information here, this a supermassive black hole, or the largest known supermassive black hole. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. No, the one at the uh, center of the galaxy, I believe, is a supermassive. Right. They weigh hundreds of thousands to billions of solar masses. So, yeah, it's 4 million solar masses. So, it's a supermassive black hole. They're, ex- they're believed to exist in the center of most galaxies. One has been observed at the center of the Milky Way. The largest known supermassive black hole weighs in at 18 billion solar masses and is located in OJ. 287. Intermediate mass black holes are measured in thousands of solar masses. They have been proposed as a possible power source for the ultra-luminous X-ray sources that have been observed. There's no known mechanism for them to form directly, so they most probably form via collisions of lower mass black holes, either in the dense stellar cores of globular clusters or galaxies. Now, isn't this kind of getting back to what we were talking about before with, oh, uh, well, if it gets to the black hole at the center of it, maybe there's, but if there's two black holes at the center of a galaxy and they form into a me- intermediate black hole, at some point there must have been no black hole. The black hole starts as a star. Usually. How else could it, how else could well, it? Well, I was uh, reading something at Wikipedia. It hasn't been proven. But they think that it's possible for a black hole to be formed by a massive collision. You still there? Would that be like... Mm-hmm. Oh, you're... I was, you're... Pouring, I was pouring a beer. Oh, I was going to say, you must have stepped away from the microphone. No, no, no. Me? Never. <clears throat> when do I ever step away from a microphone? Uh, every time you're pouring a beer? I'm at home behind a microphone. I'm at home behind a microphone. <laughs> There's a good one for the blooper reel. <laughs> So, uh, this is amazing stuff to me, Raj. It's just, it's stuff of fantasy, but it's real. Well, it's not really a fantasy. It's not stuff of fantasy. How's it fantasy? It seems like it would be fiction. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if, if you think about it, a lot of science fiction actually turns out to be true. Right. A lot of things in the old science fiction movies are commonplace today. Spaceships. Right. Yep. They used to write about spaceships. You know, there was no such thing as a spaceship. But, you know, in theory, it could work. And next thing you know, yeah, it does work. We got the space shuttle. Although, I wish I had bought some stock in the the White Knight. What's the White Knight? The White Knight is uh, an aircraft, spacecraft, that will reach orbit. But uh, instead of being launched with massive amounts of fuel off of uh, two huge tanks of fuel burning up it's launched by an airplane that can reach upper earth atmospheres suborbital right and this thing piggybacks on it and once they get up there whoop, it, it fires off its rockets and it's put into orbit okay so it's much more economical than what's going on at nasa with the space shuttle richard branson bought into it but it was uh uh, Virgin Galactic's White Knight, Branson and Rutan. Rutan is the guy that came up with this thing. I think I remember seeing something about this on one of the uh, programs on, like, Learning Channel or something. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. That's about all we got for the uh Russ Rogers got something else. Got anything, Raj? Uh no. Oh, okay. What happened to you? You mean what happened to me? Oh, you went over to my other ear and I couldn't hear you. Why? Get tired sitting in the same ear. I gotta move. You know? mm, okay. <laughs> my headphone thing is screwed up on my computer. Anyway, good night, folks. Good night, folks. We had a great time cast uh, uh, talking about black holes with you. Hope you enjoyed this cast. Um, and if you have ideas, suggestions for future topics, please feel free to give us a. Please feel free to drop us a. Please Let feel. Please feel free to. Uh, Comment on you the do it. Cosmic Pirate Podcast website, cosmic.myeyes.net. And um, you'll see a little link there for the uh, Cosmic Contact form. Go ahead and post your, uh, send us your ideas, your stories, whatever. And uh, we'll either use them to our benefit or we'll read them on the air. Roger, any closing thoughts? No, not really. Oh, damn. I was hoping for something really, really good for me here alright then <laughs> so we're going to close up with uh, the rest of the track from uh, Heart of Sun into the black hole and folks we'll see you next time in just a couple of uh, in just maybe another week here you'll get more from the Cosmic Pirate podcast show everybody have a good night talk to you soon good night